0: Today, Dr. Melanie Burton, a forensic and counseling psychologist, clinical social worker, and licensed addictions counselor, brings you one step closer to a new you where you feel empowered and on a positive path to growth and well-being. As a solutions-focused therapist, Dr. Melanie Burton can help you live a life worth
1: celebrating by unearthing those long-standing behavior
0: patterns and perceptions that may be holding you back. And now, here's your host, Dr. Melanie Burton. Hello,
1: everybody. I hope you're doing well tonight. So, I'm really happy and excited. Um, Tonight, my guest is Dr. Stephen Ezra West. Really happy to have him back on the show again for part two. Just to give you some information about Dr. West, he is a top researcher, developer, and teacher of the cause, prevention, and reversal of the most painful, crippling, and killer diseases such as COVID-19, heart disease, and cancer. He is one of the world's most knowledgeable, inspirational, life-changing health and empowerment experts. With 30 years of experience focused primarily on applied physiology of mental, emotional, emotional, physical, and spiritual healing and empowerment, he has empowered countless people while speaking throughout the world and consistently generates legendary successes and empowerment of audiences as he performs many live demos of more than a dozen new techniques, including his exclusive Instant Mass Healing. He has been featured on the Discovery Channel, Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS, and film in uh, many stages across the world. He has also been a high-performance athlete and has experienced some very serious injuries, from torn and bulged discs in his spine, a grade two lumbar tear, and a completely severed PCL in his knee. Yet he has always healed himself without drugs or surgery of any kind, and has over 30 years of experience in teaching ordinary people how to heal themselves. Welcome, Dr. West.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, You know, this is the second time I get the honor of being on your show. Yeah. And uh, it's beautiful. I really appreciate you. Um, You know, I feel like you know, we should play some rocky music. Because of your beautiful announcement. And I feel like we're here to conquer new ground today. Yes. And a lot of people that I like the, uh, the topic of your show, trauma into empowerment, you know, shifting, you know, chaos into clarity type of a, of a thing, overcoming our, adversities, basically over overcoming adversity. Some of us, uh, I say all empowerment's bittersweet and some of us have been given, uh, you know, signing up for a little bit more of that than others.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yep. Yep.
0: So I'm someone who's been through a lot of life experience when it comes to overcoming challenges. Thanks for mentioning some of the injuries, Mm -hmm. uh, ripping out the PCL in my left knee completely out of the top insertion pulled a piece of bone out with it. Both wave runners were totaled with my knee in between them when I got T boned. And, um, my father said, don't go look at them because it's probably going to scar you for life. If you see what they look like, yeah. <laughs> it's just better. If you just don't see the damage both of them, um, had. And well, I totally, uh, they said it would be impossible to reattach that without surgery Mm -hmm. because it was totally severed. I took my petition to God because I was taught with God, anything is possible. That's where I come from. So that's where I went. And I was shown some things. Luckily, I think my science background helped out to be able to Mm -hmm. see how to put two and two together. I was shown how to produce stem cells for every part of my body every day. And that we already do that. But It's like the door isn't really open to -hmm. really create more of a flow. It helps if you understand what some of the mechanisms are and you can, there's a, there's doors you can open and increase that flow. Some doors we want to shut, other doors we want to open up. And we're going to be talking about that, uh, that flow where we're, we're really supposed to have most of the time just a good balance in our lives. And most of us fall out of balance. The stress from COVID 19. I was warning that, you know, the word shock, technical word is hypoalbuminemia. It means low albumin in the blood. And even most of the soldiers that die in war die from shock. And a 100% of deaths of COVID have had that as part of the equation. They've all died of shock. Uh, 100%. They They were publishing that very early on. That's not contested fact by anything you know there's a lot of people who are fighting over do this or do that and yet uh there's there are some really important science that still hasn't been really discussed on what else we could do to solve the problem so it's basically lymphatic fluid is that albumin Uh, it's the main protein in lymphatic fluid. It's what came out of Christ's side when he was, side was pierced at the base of the largest lymphatic vessel. It comes right up between the lungs. It's called the thoracic duct. And being stretched out on a cross wouldn't have had a chance to take the deep breath when it, when, when people do take a deep breath, everyone do that who's listening. It puts pressure on that, makes it shoot like a geyser, like an oil well and pushes fluid back in the bloodstream where it belongs. And where does it pull it from? It's a subpressure system, unlike the bloodstream, which is positive. And it's a one-way circulatory system, unlike the bloodstream, which is positive and goes both ways, uh, to and from the cells. The lymph vessels are one way to draw that excess fluid out from around the cells and put it back in the blood where it belongs. That albumin that's constantly, we lose the whole content from the blood every 24 hours just naturally. And the lymph system's normally a very slow-moving system, like a door that's not really open very far, but that's all the balance that most people need. And then when they end up having a trauma, any trauma in our life, it's it's like a shock. It dilates the blood capillaries. If you like, can I show a quick chart on what I'm talking about real quick? And then let's go ahead and enable my screen share real quick, and I'll show you a really fast chart of what we're talking about, if you can enable a screen share, because I got a couple other things I'd like to share, too. We're going to be getting into a deeper dive on also not just COVID, but heart failure and what's happened with the increased risk of heart failure from people who have had the uh, MNRNA shots. Call it whatever you want the uh for, you know, all the shots that they've come up with their solution, their solution for COVID. Has um, so we'll show you what this means. Here we go. First of all, this chart here I could spend hours and hours on. And wow! So what we have is a blood capillary on top and a lymphatic capillary on the bottom. And so we have actually more lymphatic vessels than blood vessels, and more lymph than blood. And this figure on the left is sort of a uh, sort of depicts the lymphatic system with the thoracic duct come right coming right up between the lungs. It's not uh the best artist rendering of the lymphatic system but it it's it's pretty good. We can talk a lot about this, get into more details, but you know, in the beginning it's better just to keep it simple anyway. So what we have is a blood capillary on top, and a lymphatic capillary on the bottom, and the cells in between and on the left is the healthy environment. Now we're explaining terrain theory probably uh, the most important aspects of terrain theory. My father probably was the greatest champion of terrain theory that ever lived. And I was his top student. So I'm going to help you understand terrain theory, which came out before the germ theory. And the guy who came up with a germ theory within a, you know, another 12 years, or whatever on his deathbed said the germ theory is nothing. The terrain is everything. We can help you understand why that is was said, not that germs don't exist. But Mm -hmm. in a healthy environment, the white blood cells and lymphocytes, their life process is on. And everything just functions way better. Where on the disease environment, everything tends to shut off and lack of oxygen. If we put our hands over our nose and mouth, we don't live very long. So this is also a big secret on how I reattached my PCL. And instead of six months, I had full range of motion in six weeks. And I was doing standing backflips drilled on cue for a week straight. Uh, I was, you know, high performance athlete at the time this happened at a very well known university. And what we're looking at here, this is, uh, at the, in the blood, you've got arteries and veins that have a muscle layer around them. That's not directly where we get the oxygen and nutrients. That's what delivers and retrieves. So the arteries deliver high oxygen, nutrient content blood. And then once it's depleted, the veins, are retrieving that to get replenished and they have a muscle layer around them in the in between the arteries and veins you have these capillaries that are full of holes that don't Mm -hmm. have that muscle layer around them and this is right at the bed of the cells we're looking at any cells in the body this is an example we could be talking about the cells in your heart the cells in your liver in your pancreas you know when it's on the right side people end up with diabetes you know so if that happens in the pancreas, because the insulin producing cells shut off, where we bring them back in the healthy environment, they tend to just turn on again, the life processes. They take uh Arthur C. Guyton on the bottom left, it says dry state. It's not actually dry, but it's like sucking on the end of a balloon, just creating where there's just enough water just to fill the spaces around the cells. And that is all. So there's no excess fluid where on the bottom right, there's some abbreviations there and that stands for, you know, excess fluid, excess sodium, lack of oxygen. That's sheer disease. That's part of the formula of disease that my father wrote with his physics background. He took physics from a guy named Dr. Voss. All he did is teach him how to break down and write equations. So that's thanks to Dr. Voss. My father wrote the basic formula for life, basic formula for death and a 31 step equation, which have been totally accepted by all the top medical minds who've seen him. Never challenged still today. and. You know, that's uh, since 1981. So when those were presented and let's just focus on right now, you've got in the blood, mostly it's held that positive pressure in the blood is held by the albumin mostly, but there's a couple other blood proteins that are larger and they don't really leave so fast and easy like the albumin because of its size. It's the smallest one. It leaves every 24 hours. If you look at a single cell of a chicken egg, that's a stem cell surrounded by albumin and water with all the nutrition that it needs to grow a whole chick without even having any other external source of of nutrition or oxygen even because the genes are tuned right it doesn't waste any so that is albumin and water with all the nutrition it's made it's the main carrier in our blood too is that same blood protein it's they're the they're the carriers especially albumin it's the carrier for according to the merck manual for all the drugs And if the drugs have different chemical attractions to different tissues in our body, which they do, then they'll cause excess albumin in those parts of our body that they're most attracted to because the albumin is the carrier for the drugs. But it's the main carrier for all the nutrition in our body. When it comes out single file through these tiny holes called capillary pores, it's basically with every beat of our heart, it pushes the water content out. And in the healthy environment, it shoots all the way across that whole cell wall gets the oxygen and nutrients. And uh, then because of the strong attraction that water has to the blood protein albumin, it pulls it back in. So that's dissipating in and out really fast. And basically with every beat of our heart, we lose the whole, you know, we're, that whole content is shooting out, coming back in over in the disease environment. When that content shoots out, it doesn't shoot all the way across that cell wall. There's a distance problem immediately. Because there's already, you've increased the spaces around the cells. That same amount of fluid comes out and it does not shoot across. So not everybody understands the distance problem of terrain theory. My father, again, he was the one who really mastered this. He was the expert also on the, the albumin that we're talking about. He started several organizations, Worldwide Blood Protein Research Foundation type. Uh, when it came to blood protein research and science, he was the one that was leading the way on this. So when we look at when it comes out, the the yeah, we lose the whole content every 24 hours, I said. And the lymph vessels, they are lined with one-way check valves. They maintain the sub pressure in the healthy environment. And if in the, the disease environment goes more and more positive pressure blowout, all the itises or inflammation. And this is also 100% of deaths, we said, for COVID as well. 100% of the deaths have this trapped albumin around the cells and excess fluid. They didn't say it's because the the albumin is trapped around the cells. They said terminal inflammation around the cells and hypoalbuminemia in the blood because they took all the research having anything to do with albumin leaving the bloodstream and they dumped it back in 1966. They don't teach about it. And we've got all the we've got all the who did what how that happened in a video presentation called zero disease it's available on the zero disease website so what you want to know is if that's true if the deaths are happening because that albumin's getting stuck around the cells the questions finally start to arise this is what's not been part of the big debate what's not been part of the main public school education you can't take one course on the lymphatic system in any college university or medical school in the united states still today even though it's one of the 12 to 14 systems in the body fact is we're mostly water and most of that is limp. And if we if we don't know about it, because it's just not taught anymore since 1966. And uh, well, they know mostly nothing about the body. And I can say, even though I know about it, I don't claim to know everything there is about the body. I may still know mostly nothing about the body. We don't know what we don't know. And we, the fact that we've kept learning, there's some real master keys. And one of them is energy. When the uh, energy comes out from the sodium potassium pump that my father discovered, because it takes glucose and oxygen to make ATP. That's the adenosine triphosphate. And that's pure energy for the cell. It's the fuel that turns on the sodium potassium pump. It's responsible for every beat of the heart. Because it's responsible whether a muscle fiber contracts or relaxes. That's all muscle fibers do as they contract or relax. That's it. And in lack of oxygen, they all end up what in a contracted state. So whether that's the heart or any muscle problem. It's um, So you have to have that that engine. Again, my father's the one who discovered it and named it that. Never claimed credit for it because anything that he got on his own, he always knew his connection with intuition. He always gave God the credit. It's interesting that Einstein said the intuitive mind is a sacred gift. The rational mind, a faithful servant. We've created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. And that's from Einstein. This is really important, you guys. I'm mentioning, you know, all trauma dilates the capillary walls. Then anything that damages the cells, also it acts, poisons or poisons because they dilate the capillary walls. And when you smash a finger with a hammer, the damaged cells release poisons called histamine and bradykinin. And that's what it does, is dilate the capillary walls and out comes the albumin faster than the lymph vessel can retrieve it. And then we end up, well, having this inflammation happen, but what's our first instinct? What is it? Our, our first instinct. When we're a little kid, when we smash a finger, we want to grab it, right? Mm-hmm. We'll take a deep breath. We might yell something. That deep breath helps activate lymphatics. And as long as you got the same pressure around your finger as what's in the bloodstream, the capillaries may be dilated but the albumin in water is not coming out, swell it up. And that capillaries can only stay dilated for a maximum of 20 minutes. And this doesn't cost anything to do and no one can really, no one's responsible to do it for you. You can't, you know, emergencies happen, accidents happen. We all need to know how to do stuff like this. Um, Where a lot of times it may be five or 10 minutes that the capillaries are dilated. It depends on how much damage, depends on you know how much of the uh, histamine and bradykinin comes out now every poison poisons are poisons because they damage cells so no matter what you want to talk about and the same thing with negative like fear this is uh what 100% of deaths of sold you know of the uh shock this is what it is it's hypoalbuminemia is the technical name for shock and most of the soldiers in war, still today, that's what they die of, not the bullet. When they see blood leaving their body, most of the wounds are non lethal, but they think, oh no, I just, I'm seeing my life force leave my body. I can't believe this has just happened. I'm going to die now. The thought of death is what's dilating these capillaries way more. And out comes the albumin and water until they lose the positive pressure in the blood. The blood vessels collapse. See, that water, that blood is mostly water and it's held in by the albumin. As soon as you lose the positive pressure, they collapse leaving you dead. That's death from shock. And this is what 100% of the deaths of COVID are happening. But as soon as you learn how to do things like deep breathing and bouncing, they activate the lymph- these one-way check valves of the lymphatic vessels. As long as there's less pressure above the valve than below, then they open and push fluid through. That happens at the top of every bounce. When there's more pressure, they close and the fluid doesn't flow back through. It only flows so every, the top of every bounce, when a baby cries, the mother has that natural instinct to bounce the baby, right? We have so many success stories with just these things alone. We know that bouncing also magnifies thought wave. Tony Robbins learned it from my father. My father's the one that got Anthony Robbins started on his path. And still today, he doesn't get on a mini, he doesn't get up on stage until getting on a mini trampoline to get focused first, right? So um, there's a long history of, the success stories and people who have become very successful yet they're not actually teaching you know if, if it's not their focus they don't necessarily have all the knowledge to to retain to be able to teach other people as well as who it was that taught them so um now you're you're when you look at this chart we can talk about everything that happens right here from doesn't matter what it is let's talk about covid some more though, they have to have uh, terminal inflammation to die of COVID. You have to have hypoalbuminemia because 100% of the deaths of COVID, this is what they've been, right? So what happens is when you maintain this healthy structure over here on the left, Mm -hmm. that's a strong constitution. As long as we don't have that inflammation happen too fast, doesn't matter what virus, what bug comes along, our white blood cells and lymphocytes As long as they have time where you're not having terminal inflammation happen too fast, they always produce their own antibodies in that healthy environment without having to take any shots to build up antibodies. We've proven it for thousands of years and we just proved it again with what just happened the past few years. You know, so... The whole key is not having too much inflammation happen too fast. That's the main key. There's other keys. There's there's some real master keys. But what I'm giving you now is a very powerful master key. And as long as those sodium potassium pumps are on because they have oxygen, they can make ATP, the, the generators are on. The life processes, that's the main life process to talk about is the main engine. That also produces electrical energy. My father called it the electric generator of the cell. It's the engine. That energy is a master key as well. It's only about 0.7 to 0.9 millivolts that those cells produce, but it's enough to prevent the albumin from locking. Over on the right, when that energy comes out in lack of oxygen, when that energy comes out, the albumin locks. And that's a master key that locks the albumin. Then that's what makes the tumor hard. Eventually, more and more pressure they also end up locking through the capillary so there's no blood flowing through when the energy comes out. When there's no blood flowing through the capillary, those cells don't get any oxygen or nutrients. They're not getting any when, when that finally happens. This is part of what contributes to the thickening of blood. And I'm glad that we're going to talk about the blood clots. You have to understand the blood protein to understand blood clots. Red blood cells in the right side, when they end up shutting off, They flatten out and pancake because cells dehydrate in excess fluid. It has to do with what I call subpressure aesthetics. You know, when you sit in a tub for very long, taking a bath, and you end up with a pruning effect in your hands and your feet. Mm -hmm. The pruning suggests dehydration when there's plenty of fluid. In fact, it's too much. There's not enough oxygen. That's That's why the cells are dehydrating from the inside out because the sodium potassium pump doesn't just keep the sodium potassium balance right it's responsible for bringing other minerals and nutrients into the cell that volumize the cell from the inside out and when it shuts off those nutrients those same nutrients just seep back out and that's why we end up with the pruning effect because They're not being volumized, and a red blood cell will flatten out and pancake, and then they stack on top of each other, and that also contributes to the thickening of blood and blood clots. Unless there's a sickle cell genetic disposition, then they take on a sickle cell shape. My theory is you don't have either one in that healthy environment, and I haven't had anyone come along with the money to do the studies to prove that yet. But that's been my theory for a long time because of the understanding of subpressure aesthetics. And when you get out of the tub, when the life processes turn on, they bring in the nutrients, volumize the cells, and those wrinkles disappear. I ask people, how'd you like to know how to do that with other parts of your body? Because the, some of the same principles apply. So what we're what we're looking at in joints where there's dehydration because of inflammation. Then the like in the knee joints where normally things glide, where things are volumized, they don't with the dehydration. It's rough and it increases the risk of injury. So in the uh, yeah, where we turn on the life processes where they are volumized in just enough fluid just to fill the spaces. Where there's not excess fluid, everything tends to muscles relax, everything glides much better. So it's a great prevention, uh, especially when you've already had like knee injuries or shoulder injuries and spine injuries. We can talk about what this does to help, you know, plump tissues up that are supposed to be more plump. And in other tissues, it depends on how this happens, how you see it. In the lungs with asthma, the lung sacks, the lung sacs shrivel up, right? And they say, Well, how can that be anything to do with inflammation? It just depends on the tissue and how it responds. How you're going to see it. This chart could get the cells smaller and smaller and smaller and show that on the disease side, how the blood and lymphatic vessels are actually even closer together because that's actually what can happen. Like when you see it in your fingers, there's not any real excess fluid around the cells. You're just in a bathtub that's one of the reasons why you're able to see that in your fingers with it's not actual inflammation. The lymph vessels are still doing the best job they can to maintain that sub pressure, like sucking on the end of a balloon. And then the marbles inside of it just got smaller all of a sudden. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm I'm calling cells, little marbles that we're looking at. If you take a, a, a balloon and load it full of marbles and then suck all the, the, uh, you suck the air out to the point where you're creating less pressure inside than the outside atmosphere. Then the rubber starts stretching around the little BBs or marbles, whatever you put in it. You can do this experiment. It's so much fun. But when you blow it up, it's all blown out. That's more of an example of a tumor or every itis is inflammation. Lymphedema is another word where it happens with legs, where they just blow up really big. Uh Diabetics, they end up having so much inflammation the gravity pulls it down to the legs, the legs swell up. This is what you're seeing. And this is what they're not talking about. If you knew how to activate your lymphatic vessels in the pancreas, instead of, you know, having more and more trap blood proteins just by what else they're putting in your systems, uh, one drug does this has, you know, all the drugs have long lists of negative effects because of all the trap blood proteins they're causing. That's what we're telling you. That's a, that's a lot of it. Sometimes they have negative effects because they literally tune the gene in the wrong direction. And that's a whole other problem. I want to show, um, show you another slide because the genetic side of the equation, and that's going to be a whole different understanding of what we're looking at. Right now, this one is 19 genes associated with atherosclerosis. And this is from the Ingenuity Database, which is the database of databases. It is the main authority when it comes to who knows what, science, with health science. It's not the uh, CDC or WHO, which are NGOs, like Rockefeller Foundation was the first NGO. It's not those organizations that have this. It's not Andrew Fauci or Anthony Fauci. I mean, Fauci doesn't have all this information in his head, even though he was part of the National Library of Medicine that created Nas- the National Institutes of Health created the National Library of Medicine, which is available on PubMed.gov, which every medical journal, everything ever published, you can, it it compiles all that data all together in one database. Well, Ingenuity compiles that and it compiles um, everything in SwissProt, which is a huge protein database in Switzerland, GenBake, which is another huge gene database. And by the way, proteins are gene products, so that they're also gene product and gene databases that we're just talking about, too. So um, but Ingenuity is the database of databases like no human has in their head everything published in every medical journal. It just doesn't. No human exists walking around with that type of information in their head. But uh, we know where to go to get access to those databases. And Ingenuity is based out of Japan. And it's the database of databases. The fonts that you're seeing on this slide, this comes from Ingenuity. I changed the name uh, of the first generation Nrf2 activator to just Nerf 2 When this, at the top, it says 19 genes associated with atherosclerosis are regulated by Nerf 2 Because if I was naming the name of a product, that might endanger the company and might put may, mean some problems with the product. If you want more information on this, there's a full science presentation on this called the Nerf2 Activist, and it's available for free. There's uh just go to highspeedrelief.com forward slash NRF2. That's a huge gift. You're also gonna see uh something published in the American Heart Association journal that I can't even find <laughs> on the journal website anymore. But what you're seeing. Right now, just to finish what you're seeing on this slide, the ones on the left are the abbreviations of gene symbols. And then the, there's the more complete title of that gene. And then in the disease process column, which is the next line, you're seeing the, lev- the the direction the gene the gene is expressed in with the disease showing up more and more, the more those genes are expressed in that direction. Right. And on the left, on the just the right of that, what nerf 2 activation does to oppose that? See, below the dark line, the bottom three are not causing the disease because they're upregulated in the disease process. They're actually solving the disease. So some of our genes respond to help out. While most, the, the others like uh, you have 16 other genes that are actually causing atherosclerosis because of the direction they're expressing. So uh, then on the far right is the numeric fold change. And I'm going to go ahead and just shrink this down because we uh, otherwise might be hiding that from you. But and again, the website that I gave you might show this to you in a better way. Now I'm going to show you something else. The bolded ones on the left means there's a drug designed to target that gene. So atherosclerosis, you know, we're talking about the number one killer of men and women. Heart failure, right? The number one killer. Atherosclerosis is the beginnings of that. It's hardening of the arteries. It's the beginnings of heart failure. It has also to do with, with um, you know, plaque on the arteries, hardening of the arteries. But what I want to show you, these two bottom ones that mm-hmm. don't have the asterisk next to them, that means they don't go in the same direction that NERF 2 does. Nerf2 is the God particle we're all born producing that's supposed to regulate all these genes. And this is less than 1% of what Nerf2 activation actually does. Again, they've known about this, um, for a very long time. <laughs> it's been, uh, but the, the two at the bottom, those are COX2 inhibitors that actually killed hundreds of thousands of people in a very short period of time because they're taking the genes in the wrong direction, genes that were upregulating to solve the problem, they weren't causing the problem. So big pharma got it wrong in this case twice, yet Nrf2 got it right 19 times. Uh, some people might, you know, when they look at something like this, you know, they might be starting to ask themselves questions. Why aren't they talking about nerf 2 activation? And where can I go to get that? That looks like it might be more, you know, in this scenario, 19 times more powerful than any drug. And not only that, but it got it right every single time instead of just part of the time. Right. And the the, the ones that aren't bolded don't even have a drug designed to target them. And each one of these drugs has another long list of negative effects. Yet Nrf2 activation you can do without any long list of negative effects. Fasting is one of those Nrf2 activators that you'll learn about by going to that uh, link highspeedrelief.com forward slash NRF2. So I'm going to show you another way of looking at this, uh, another little screen share, which is this is the 36 cytokines specifically associated with any coronavirus with all of them. They, this is all different gene products. And the top bar is what happens with no Nrf2 activation. Again, I took the name of the product that was being used for this example off of this list and i just put no nerf 2 activation instead of no whatever the name of that product was to protect the the company the product name it's not about the products it's not about whatever herbal formulations do this with no negative effects but it's really about what nerf 2 is doing because there's different nerf 2 activating approaches and this is what Nerf 2 did, not what the product did by itself. Nerf 2 is the whole focus we're talking about. And it's the God particle we're all born producing that does this. The top, again, is no Nrf2 activation. You see at the bottom, it's percentage of suppression of cytokines by nerf 2 activation. And uh, without Nrf2 activation, that means 100% of these were all the way to the right that's like taking pedal to the metal of an engine forcing the production of these proteins that are all causing more inflammation this shows you that when they're being regulated we're basically without being regulated they're overexpressing basically quadrupling their expression on average okay just from what we're seeing here when we're regulating we're pulling them down so we're we're helping not have that inflammation happen too fast no drug does this again the pharmaceutical approach has been one drug targeting one gene. Every one of the slides we've had from Ingenuity shows more and more of what we're talking about, but that's been the model of the pharmaceutical approach. So in my book, it's actually been small pharma, not big pharma. When you consider they're targeting one gene, you know, with one drug targeting one gene only, yet what God gave us, as in this example, tunes 100%. And every single slide we've ever seen from Ingenuity, it's 100%. Amazing. When we just take a look at a bigger picture, just seeing all the disease mechanism genes uh, and in their categories, that's something that Ingenuity has already shown us. But um, this is really important. This has not been in mainstream media. They haven't shown slides like this. This is what the drug companies are most afraid of. I've never seen anything put a scratch or dent in the $1.3 trillion per year pharmaceutical market. So $1.3 trillion with a capital T global market every year, $1.3 trillion. And this is what is the new model that has shown up with all the science we've done saying, hey, here I am ready just to replace the old model right here. It reminds me of Buckminster Fuller. You can't change reality by fighting against existing reality. But to change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. So this isn't coming into it with a fighting against energy. This is just with pure truth, even Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. (laughs) I'm talking about freedom, freedom from all kinds of things, Every form of oppression we've ever thought of and discovered, when we learn the truth about it, it sets us free, free from everything. And this is something that can reverse, help reverse domino. I'm looking at 2024 as the year of dominoes where all the crooked paths are set straight. This is something that I personally have been seeing for a long time, and I believe it. Now we have the number one Nerve 2 activator on the planet that's finally got fully licensed in the United States. And I'm not even going to say the name of it here on the show. But um, I was wondering what was going to happen. It's been around for about five years, launched in Mexico. Why? The Mexican government, seeing science like this, created a whole new category between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals, a new category in between that's never existed before for Nerve 2 activation. And they've given the green light, not just for their doctors. But for all the regular, regular people who don't have licenses to practice, to name names of diseases like heart disease and cancer and tell people exactly what's been proven and published, naming the names of nutritional supplements, especially the the most powerful one that's ever come along. So I want to show you something. There's a study on heart failure. We know that. Um, Heart failure is the number one killer of men and women. It actually has killed 50% of men and women for a long time. It's known as the silent killer. I'm going to do a new share of the heart study now. And let's go ahead and share this. Let's go ahead and flip back to the beginning. It's been called the silent killer because most of the time people die on the first incident. Most people don't survive. Whatever the first incident was, they could be running, playing soccer as a high-performance athlete, and all of a sudden drop dead with no warning. We thought they were healthy. This is, what, this is how vital, this, is, this has been the number one killer. Most women don't know that they're part of this statistic. And the fact is, nerf 2 activation regulates every gene associated with every type of cancer, too. I could show you more if I have time. Maybe we'll get to it. But this is one page that I took this link and I actually plugged it in to this, uh, what I'm showing you right here, the website of the American Heart Association website. The link that they gave us is at the top of this page and it says page not found. This study you can no longer find from the American Heart Association website anymore. It used to be available. I remember when it was first published. I was there that night. They did an announcement and I showed up at the group where they announced the actual news of what this study did. And now I'm going to tell you what it did. We have to show you the full study in order to tell you what it did. And this study actually names the name of a product that I'm still not going to mention here. But I'm going to go ahead and show you. All of these pages, and I'm gonna. There's a supplemental material. This is even harder to find. Thirty-three pages of science. Now, this one, the far, the top right shows you an apoptosis. You you see, it's interesting. This is scar tissue. Uh fibro the uh yeah well no apoptosis sorry program cell death fibrosis is scar tissue i'm looking at the charts and wondering what to point you where and i'm reading at the bottom at the same time sorry so uh yeah as it says here the uh top right shows you with the nerf two activator the PROT sort of abbreviates that We show you it didn't even show up on the chart, not even the amount found in healthy people without the pressure overload. In this study, they did a pressure overload on the right ventricle until 100% of those right ventricles failed. And in most uh, people who have heart failure, it's the left ventricle that failed. But this was artificially done in an animal model because no humans wanted to volunteer for 100% failure the first time around. And all of the genes associated with programmed cell death, which is apoptosis, they're all regulated by NERF2. 100 percent. So they didn't even have as much in, uh, as what was discovered with, uh, with people who are normally healthy without the artificial pressure overload. It's interesting, who we normally would think would be pretty healthy. There was like zero apoptosis happening there in this okay so i'm so, backing up this actually well, prevented I'm, 100% of heart failure where 100% did not fail with the nerve 2 activation uh, 100% failed without it 100% didn't fail with it 100% i've never seen a heart study like this with anything and this is the first generation nerve 2 activator we've seen now we have a 10 times better one so now back to you melanie what are your thoughts
1: Um. It's a lot of information. It's very scientific. A lot of it means it's too advanced for, for, for my little brain.
0: It's too advanced um, for a lot of people.
1: But tell, tell, tell us how you can help us.
0: So <laughs> that's a good question. I do a lot of presentations. I'm, I was coast to coast six times last year. And I'm getting ready to head back to the East Coast again. Uh, that's just right around the corner. So wherever you you are, you listeners, wherever you'd like me to show up, if you have a group that would like to have me as a speaker, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you want to pick as the topic, we can do, we can, we can share more and more about what this means. Um, there is a, there are mountains of science that most people could drown in. And it sounds to me like we've already given you a little bit of a challenge just with what we've already given you. But um, what we have is there are safe things that turn our master key gene regulator back on. Normally it shuts off after the age of 20 more and more until we die. Sometimes that happens faster. Like, like it does um, where cancer is the number one cause of death for children. But we know NERF 2 regulates every gene associated with every type of cancer. I can give you, let, let's do uh, one more screen share real quick just to show you the 28 genes associated with colon cancer. Here they are. And all regulated by NERF 2 So, and only one of them has a drug designed to target it. Look at that. At least it's going in the right direction. And most people think, what about the other 27? You know, what do we do with every penny of the race for the cure was to develop a new drug to target another one single gene? That's how they've worked. But something now that we've discovered this, we have something that we're born producing that does 100% without any of the long list of negative effects of any drugs. Is this enough for you to say, okay, Let's see what we can do. Anybody who's had the jab with even a greater increased risk of heart failure now, let's see what we can do to actually protect you, not just from any other COVID that comes down the pipe to make your constitution stronger, but um, from heart failure and colon cancer is just one example of many types of cancer. But um, I'm going to stop that share. You see every single time it going in the right direction. And, Mm -hmm. um, this is just, this is just another example of something that I call race for a magic bullet illusion of cure versus what I call race for the truth. And that's the name of my charity is race for the truth. That, um, that's just uh, a lot of what we can do. And I want to change the world for the better. I'd like to see people. Actually having access to solutions that, that do solve the problem without adding to more problems. You know, the United States, if you look at the statistics of health, as far as nations goes, we've got the biggest, the worst health issues. And if you look at how much we spend in drugs, we're, we're basically triple what anybody else is doing. We've always led the way and how much money we're dumping in to what we call healthcare. And but if you look at, we're basically at the bottom when it comes to what is done for us. I think it's time for us, you know, to look at what also is said that we can't solve our problems by the same level of intelligence that created them. And luckily, all that science that's been done has now been compiled. We have a new gold standard to recognize. It used to be peer reviewed studies. Now enough of those have been done, and, and it's finally a new model has emerged. We have a new standard, and that's what the Ingenuity Database has to show us. And that's just part of it. We also have a master key we've learned for our hormones. I said nerv 2 shuts off more and more after the age of 20 till we die. It's part of the linear progression of oxidator stress because it regulates all 30 super antioxidant enzymes that wipe the oxidator stress out. They shut off. That's like shutting a door that's supposed to be open more. So some of these genes get shut off when they're not regulated. Other of, others, like the cytokines, we produce way too much. And when they're being regulated, it's shutting that door of the cytokines. And it's turning on those super antioxidant enzymes. So the first study ever done on, on oxidative stress is the first one they ever saw where even an 80-year-old had the oxidative stress of a little child within four weeks. And they've never seen that before. They'd always seen the so-called antioxidants that are the vitamins increasing it. What we call lipid peroxidation is the best way to measure it. They're the fats in the blood. They get damaged the fastest, the easiest. And they also recover quite quickly without the oxidative stress happening. So that makes them the best endpoint scientifically to measure what's going on at any given moment with people. So when they do those blood tests, yeah, even John Quinones proved that. With a, he's an ABC reporter. He, he only gave him two weeks to see what would happen with him. So that's something you're going to find that video on the first generation product at the top of highspeedrelief.com forward slash NRF2. Watch that video. I recommend watching it over and over again. You want it in more simplicity? There's a link at the bottom that's the archive of Dr. McCord presentations when he was little by little spoon feeding general public, 5,000 people at a time, usually of raving fans. And um, while he was giving public presentations on this, and that's how I learned about it, because I spent the the travel money wherever he was going to be, whether it was the East Coast or in Las Vegas or down in California or or in Texas. I paid those travel expenses to be there for those. And. Um, and I was knowing that I was watching history in the making. That's why I made that commitment to do it. Those presentations are all there. There's six of them that are just dynamite. The nerf 2 activist is basically a summary. And there's a summary even before that of what this means. It's basically, it boils down to a one drug targeting one gene approach to something that does all three to 5,000, what they call the disease mechanism genes are also known as the survival genes. You can use those names interchangeably because they're the same thing. So, um. Yeah, the one gene that is the TMPRSS2, that's a gene product that's required for any coronavirus to attach to the ACE2 receptor site, insert itself to, into the cell and reproduce, killing every cell that they do that with, that also way overexpresses. That door is way too far open when it's not being regulated. So when we activate Nerf 2 it's shutting that door. So it's not quadrupling its expression anymore. Making that four times as easy to do for any coronavirus. This is what all coronaviruses have to have access to, even to do that. So this is again, what's not on mainstream. If you're wondering what we would like you to do, this is something that you'd need to listen to over and over again. I did. I couldn't understand what this new language was that I was hearing the first time around. I had to, I've, I've, it's been since 2009 that I was I've been studying this. Before I built the science presentation on it called the nerve 2 Activist, now I uh, have a private 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 triple private school that created a new doctorate program around that. So people can who want to teach it, the word doctor means teacher, so people can prove themselves that they can and be recognized that this is something that they know how to do. So it's uh this is a whole new model it's a whole new world it's basically um it's just a matter of how fast can we reach out to people who are i want to go for the highest risk people too and the people who are the highest health high performance health-minded individuals those are the most important people to reach out to with this if you're listening and you care and you want to be able to uh you know get your genes bringing you back to balance that way, that's just one of our branches of what I call our tree of life. And it doesn't, I can't guarantee that this will cure your cancer. I can't guarantee that it'll prevent you from having a heart attack. I can't make claims like that. And that's not what I'm doing. But I can point you to the truth. And from there, let you make your choice on what that will mean for you. Just like when you learn how to activate your lymphatics. And this is the ancient lymphatic knowledge. The Native Americans called it the great white bloodstream. Okay, they had intuitives so, who could look in the body and see it. And it's something that's still not being taught by our public school system.
1: That's a shame.
0: So but most yeah, powerful things that are not part of the mainstream discussion. Not, I'm so grateful for you, Melanie, not, for bringing yeah, me on. Because really, I feel like shadow blocked a lot.
1: I'm really I'm really happy um, that you were able to come on and share so much information with us. So we only have like one minute left. I get that. And I know people are gonna want to um contact you. So can you tell us to, I have your information? Um your email address is speaker at zero disease dot com.
0: And that's also the main website, Z E R O D I S E A S E dot com. That's got all my contact information available from the contact page. So um I mean, a ton of different ways to contact me, even if you're listening to this internationally. I love to travel. It doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in Russia or in (laughs) Palestine, in Israel, wherever. Be
1: careful Um, going out there, Steve. (laughs) I,
0: I, I have been careful. You know, I've lived in South Africa when Cape Town was the murder capital of the world. It was mostly uh, taxi drivers warring against each other for territory. It was sad. But um, I've always been in the eye of the storm. I have always been protected. I feel like I've been in the hands of God. Wherever that has been.
1: Uh, You sure have. Okay, so, you know, I'm going to be in touch with you and have you back again. Thank you but very much. I, I'll, I'll give you a break. I won't have you back next month. We'll have you back <laughs> <laughs> to find out about more work that you're doing. Okay?
0: Awesome. And thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Dr. West. Take care and happy holidays.
0: Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody.
1: Happy holidays.